Listener Production. As much fun as using a fake name on your coffee order. Skinny chai tea. Oksana? That's me. Peppermint mocha with a double shot for a min leak. That's me. It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Oh, well, it's a Tuesday leading up to Christmas, and it is, in fact, the Matt and Alex all-day breakfast official Christmas party tonight. Alex Dyson, Ron Doizak. Pumped to have Matt O'Kine in town in the flesh in order to uh, to celebrate this. And the problem is, is like, it's quite a small team here at All Day Breakfast. Me, you, Bron, Link. Um, Which one of us is going to... Photocopy our bums. <laughs> Embarrass ourselves. Yeah. Greatly. No, hopefully who's there'll be gonna no be, Who's going to be the Christmas party liability here, Matt? Uh, best on ground. I don't know. I mean, I did ask uh, our audience what happened at your work Christmas party. So let's see whether any of these things could happen tonight. Tessa got in touch, said uh, they cancelled it and instead used that day to make half the company redundant. Oh. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. Tessa, I hope you're okay. Sean said, we all got too drunk and embarrassed the company. Everyone got a warning the week after. (laughs) Oh, I mean, that sounds perfecto, right? (laughs) Uh, Jasmine said, I hooked up with a colleague. We've now been married for four years and have a kid together. Oh, wow, Jasmine! There you go. How about that? A little, a little bit of mistletoe act- action. Oh, love it. Um, well, look, who knows what will happen uh, if any of those things or all three will happen tonight <laughs> at the uh, Matt and Alex Christmas party. All right, well, let's just jump in, hey? It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Hope you're having a good one. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Well, we're coming towards the end of the year, and given it's taken off in the last couple of weeks, we thought we would come back once again with what's the laziest thing you've done? Well, I mean, it is heading into that that, that lazy season, you know? I mean, there's a lot of parties, but there's a lot of just kicking back on the couch. Mm. You're feeling tired. You've had a lot of prawns or whatever you've eaten for Christmas lunch, and you're just feeling a little bit lazy. I'd say... You know how we talked about December 11th the other week being the day that most people break up. I reckon the time probably between 2.30 and 5 p.m. on Christmas Day Mm. is peak laziness for everybody. International hour of the lazy, isn't it? It is big. You just do not do nothing. When you're that full, it's just couch, (laughs) eyes closed, (laughs) away you go. But look. We did ask you, what's the laziest thing you've done? And um, let's jump into it this week. Matt O'Kine. Yeah, Brandon said, I put the washing machine back on because I didn't want to hang them up. Yeah, Brandon, <laughs> mate, <laughs> that's called life. Like, <laughs> Wait, wait. so he's washed his clothes. They're in the yeah. washing machine. He did want to hang them up. And so to delay having to oh, do that. Oh, do you reckon that's what it is? I thought he's forgotten to hang them up, so he's gone to put the washing machine back on. Well, I've done that before. Like you yeah. forget and they get stinky in the washing machine, so you have to wash them again. But the key word here is I put the washing machine on because I didn't want to hang them up. <laughs> so you reckon he, they've gotten to the end of the cycle. He knows he needs to go hang them up, but he's like, 
I'm not ready Time for this to, to be done yet. <laughs> Time to go around. One more one more rotation of the sun, buddy. Let's go. Uh, that'd be like... And I bet he put it on like the three-hour cycle as well, <laughs> like the, the, the precious silk cycle. Yeah. <laughs> Takes like three hours. That's, yeah, that's pretty good, Brandon. Okay. Miguel, I just didn't show up to work. I told no one, didn't apply for leave, and just hoped no one would notice. Bravo. That's not bad. The full, not even calling in sick. Couldn't be bothered to call in sick. That's dedication to the cause, Miguel. I tried that once when I was working at a call centre. And my supervisor my supervisor called up and was like, uh, yeah, are you coming in? I was like, what? I wasn't planning on it. He's like, your name's on the roster. And I was like, oh, I guess I'll have to. And so Miguel didn't even get the, the ring-a-ding-ding. Well, we'll see, Miguel. Hopefully you're still going strong there. Amanda got in touch, said my nine-month-old put wheat bix in his hair and I couldn't be bothered cleaning it, so I just licked it off. <laughs> just slurping it straight from the head. I do find that with parents. Like, they're, oh, when it comes disgusting. to the kids, there's, it's very little. I've talked to them about, I've talked to parents about it and like, yeah, it just feels like an extension of your body. And so <laughs> that's why we are able to do this and not fit I mean, completely you, I, grossed I know, out. I know parent friends who have sucked the snot straight from the nose. Oh. oh. See, I don't <laughs> like, like that. <laughs> like it's some sort of reverse CPR mouth to mouth. You know? <laughs> oh, no. Um, All right. Also in contention this week for... Uh, Slob of the week. Uh, Adam said, I microwaved water instead of filling the kettle to boil water. Oh, yeah. I mean, I didn't even... Is that... Is that... Uh, for some reason, I feel like that's not good for your microwave. Yeah. But I'm also, sure I feel fine. like, a, you know, it's that thing of like, sometimes the kettle just takes forever, especially if you just want it now. Mm. Well, it depends how much water you put in, of course. Yeah, that's true. You should always be filling it up until only the amount you need. Indeed. Daniel said, I once got a taxi to go 500 metres down the road. A maxi taxi pulled up and the driver wasn't happy at all. <laughs> 500 metres. That's, that's, that's tough think, stuff, Daniel. I think, yeah, I think if you can see it, like yeah. if you can see the stop just down there, um, then, yeah, that's that's sort of the rule. Particularly a maxi. Well, I also know someone who, who you know, he, that does the Uber Eats the coffee. Just gets the coffee Uber Eats to them, eaten to them, and it's like a $9 coffee, and they live, like, just down the road from the cafe. It comes all half spilled, like, lukewarm. Like, there would be nothing good Coffee's about that Coffee's a diff difficult thing to transport an electric bike. <laughs> that is very tough. A few speed bumps later, some guys totally soaked in skim milk, you know, he has to hand over this thing because you're too hungover to get out. Anyway, thank you very much for your entrance this week. Keep on working smart, not hard. And we'll be back with some more lazy stories in the not-too-distant future. Matt O'Kine, have you ever thought about changing your name? Yeah, all the time. I mean, I had a burner name when I was downloading Hot Wearers from the internet back in 1999 using Get Right, 
the uh, <laughs> resumable download program. And I was setting up. Did I just did I just step through a time portal? Yeah, here? I was setting up. I don't understand private, any of the words you're saying. I was setting up private FTPs on my home computer with my dad's. After my dad set up a second telephone line so that I could be on the internet twenty four sevs, and uh, I was allowing people to uh, share their products with mine in a very low scale term. And, and by the way, for the record, all of this is just a joke for <laughs> the purpose of this podcast. So what was the name for any evidence, What was the name of your pseudonym of this um, online hacker? Are you kidding me? Do you think that I'm actually going to reveal my criminal identity to you? You're dreaming, mate. Kaiser Sose? No. No. You would never ever understand Could I my guess name. It? Although, is it guessable? Is it something to do with you? I did go for, I did go under Frumple Stiltskin for a while. What about Crumple Stiltskin? <laughs> I know that was, that was pre crumb day. That was when I was still part of the loaf. All right. <laughs> so, All right. Well, I'm just, uh, asking. What, about, what about you, Bron? Have you ever thought of a Bronwyn Doizak? Ever thought, you know, I've never felt like a Bronwyn. Mm, not really. I've I've really gone a lot more by Bron now in the last few years. Because growing up, it was more Bronwyn. Mm -hmm. And now I'm more, I feel like a Bron more. When I get called Bronwyn, I feel like that's a bit formal. Mm, I'm in trouble here. Yeah. I'm just asking because there's been a big name change recently in the Formula One. Drive to Survive got into that, got me into it. Um, Mm. And I've had a few bunch of teams there. And they they come and go occasionally. The one Alfa Romeo brand of cars, they're they're dipping. They're evacuating. Came oh, back no. in 2018. They said, we've had enough. We're leaving. And so the, the Sauber Formula One team needs to be rebranded. Mm-hmm. They've gone with, you know, cause you're up against Mercedes, you're up against Ferrari, mm-hmm. you're up Red against Bull. Red Bull. Yeah. Their new team name will be rebranded as Steak F1 Team Kick Sauber. What? That felt, that has like four words too many. <laughs> yeah. So wait, steak F one team kick? kick Sauber. I think Sauber's the brand original brand. Is it S T A K E? Teaming up with Alfa Romeo. Steak F one team, team kick, kick Sauber. Sauber. Yeah, that that is that's long. I, I wonder what it's going to get short shortened to. Well, steak is it's 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 their sponsor. Okay, so it's an Australian betting agency. All right. So that's the stake part. F1 team, I think, is redundant. It, you know it's an F1 team. You don't need to have F1 team in the title. Yes. Steak kick sauber. Steak sauber would be better. I tell you what, steak sauber sounds delicious. <laughs> like if, if, if you went to a restaurant and they, and they said the specials tonight are a mushroom gnocchi and a steak sauber, I'd be like, <laughs> oh, I'll have the steak sauber, okay. please. So kick, well, why the kick's in there is because it's a video streaming service owned by the founders of Stake and it has 22 registered users. So I guess they want to advertise both Stake and Kick in an F1 team mm-hmm. with Sauber, who've, who's part of it as well. So everyone wants... It sounds like a law f- firm. You know, they should have just done that. Like, <laughs> yeah. Stake, Kick and Sauber. 
<laughs> it should have been. Definitely. You know, then then you're like, okay, I want to be partners in that. Okay. So for elegance and simplicity, I think they're going to just call it Sauber um, because F1 presenter Matt Gallagher said, Steak F1 team kick Sauber might be the worst name team name in F1 history, which is good. And it's, you know, it's so funny because all of these things always go through the most arduous process to come. There's so many stakeholders getting their words in. Like, remember the old Vegemite Ice Snack 2.0 debacle <laughs> back in the day? Where they had the, what are we going to name the new the new Vegemite Ice Snack 2.0? God, they backtracked on that one pretty quickly. Someone on uh, Reddit, um, the Reddit user Remy said, some child saw all those words as magnets on their fridge, <laughs> moved them around, and the parent went, yes, that is it. <laughs> That's the one. Um, so I did a bit of digging as to some of the worst name changes of all time. Oh, great. Okay. And 2011, we had this. Netflix was a DVD service originally. You wanted a movie, they mailed you a DVD, you watched it, you mailed it back. You didn't have to go to the, the blockbuster shop or whatever. Um, so when they started streaming, they're like, all right, well, we'll call our streaming service Netflix. We want to change the DVD mail service. And they changed the company's name to Quickster. Mm. Q-W-I-K-S-T-E-R. So if you were with Netflix, you were now with Quickster and Netflix. Do you know what? They so should have gone with Netflix and Getflix. <laughs> you know, like Getflix. Yeah, that would have been better. Delivered. But they said one of the worst parts about it is because suddenly you had 12 million users who were using both and they had to sign up with a new website and username and pay fees for Quickstar and pay fees for Netflix. Every time. Ouch. Yeah. So after a couple of months, Netflix backtracked and went back to just, all right, we're Netflix for now. We'll just slightly phase out the DVDs. But um, so that's one of the worst ones, Quickstar. One of the best ones, best name changes of, I'm going to say of all time, where they absolutely got it right, mm -hmm. was Google. Why? What were they called before? Do you know what Google used to be called in 1996? No. Backrub. <laughs> no, they were not. Google used to be called Backrub. I'm, I'm sorry. Larry Page and Sergey Brin called it Backrub because the program analyzed the web's backlinks to understand how important a website was. And what other, what other sites still related to it? So imagine now if you just, oh, just back rub it. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of just Google it. It was a genius move to disassociate yourself with back, if you're Googling back rubs now, you'd get all sorts of rubbish. Oh, well, thank goodness. Rubbish. Um, well, there you go. <laughs> yeah, back rubbish. So um, not always do big companies get the name changes wrong, but, um, I don't know, maybe that Formula One team might have to rethink it after a little while. Yeah, it goes to show you can always make something better. This is Matt Okine and Alex Dyson. Yeah, go woo all day. <laughs> breakfast table scrumptious <laughs> delight.
Well, 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 Alex Dyson, it's a little bit of a Christmas miracle uh, <laughs> in that we have a very special guest, which was unplanned and unannounced, um, but who is a good friend of ours and uh, now to the show. Who has Radio Santa left in our little Christmas stocking this guy, here? Matt? This guy was <laughs> Which lump shivering. of coal is he? Is he, he was shivering to... under the Christmas tree when I walked in. It was He'd snuck in overnight, I think. Um, this is the weirdest <laughs> metaphor or analogy. <laughs> no, or no. It's the truth. Uh, Damien Power is here to join us. A uh, very good friend of ours. Like I said, Alex Dyson, uh, comedian. You've graced the stage at Alex's Comedy Club before. Well, the Comedy Republic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Many, Mate. many times. I've, I've even gone as far as to say I've bombed there. <laughs> you know, that's the mark of when that's... you've been there enough times. Yeah. You sneak a bomb under your belt. You've done very, very well, There's David. There's been a bomb there. I shouldn't tell that to the owner of the club or <laughs> people that book the room. You generally don't get on podcasts and go, yeah, by the way, I bombed at your club. What do you reckon is, I mean, oh, this was not what we we're going to talk about. What do you reckon is genuinely the worst gig you've done? Oh have you had anyone? God. Have you had anyone fight you on stage? I had a dude in a tracksuit <laughs> yeah. um, come at me, and I could see him coming from the back of the room. He came from the back, from yes. the darkness. He pushes me out of the way and grabs the mic and goes, "My voice is loud. My voice is loud." And he was just screaming like. <laughs> Hey, just taking in. That's pretty good gear, to be honest. Yeah, seen... uh, don't get me wrong. Will Anderson's a great comic. It's just that I wasn't <laughs> expecting him to come on stage. That's it. Did you ever play David? I can't remember if it was you. I was reading. Did you hear of someone who did a, a gig at a rowing club and they were out on a pontoon? Yeah. Oh, did I, have you heard me tell this story? Is it, it was you who did it? Uh, I didn't do it. There's, there's this great pub comic here in Queensland called Steve Allison. And his worst gigs are amazing. <laughs> one, of them, one of them, he told me, he, it was. A, it, it, can you imagine this as a gig? He was at a metalworking factory, and they're all welding and sparks. He pretended to be one of the employees working, and then spontaneously at lunch, or I guess, got on top of an esky and went, anyway, yeah, what about New Zealanders or whatever the bits were, <laughs> like his like old pub comic, and just started telling jokes. Wait, did he get employed by the company to be like undercover boss? Undercover in- comic. <laughs> like As if as if they're going to be like, why is the new guy telling jokes? As if they weren't like, who is this dude? Like, I heard, I think maybe it's a Queensland thing then, because I believe Chris Waynehouse, who's a, another um, Queensland comic, he told me a story about how he had to do a gig after everyone at the company had been laid off. <laughs> so they were like, pretty- you've all lost your jobs. But anyway, here's a bit of com- yeah. comedy to lighten up the mood. And everyone's like, is this guy serious? Just when things couldn't get any worse. We've got a stand-up comedian. <laughs> um, but anyways, you've got, you've, you've just, um, you've, you've recorded a stand-up special. Yeah, my stand-up special's out. It's um, it's on uh, YouTube for free. Someone it's... said you got the idea from them. Did they? Because it it's the corner. You didn't get the idea from them, but you recorded at the corner, and they also recorded their comedy. At Maybe the Nick, Nick Nick Cody. That's I think. right. Maybe it was Nick Cody who told me it was a great venue. It looks incredible. I got the guy who shot it. Shot. John Mulaney special, Kevin Hart, like Whoa. he's like the guy. What? And he lives in Melbourne, and he did it for me and, he, and me. Um, <laughs> and he shot it. Uh, he shot I wonder it. Wonder how uh, far up you are on the CV for him. <laughs> yeah, I don't reckon I make it um, in the top five or a hundred. But uh, yeah, it looks really great, and it's like a bit of a best of. 
And um, yeah, I'm really happy with it. Dude, and, I, yeah. I've, I've been listening to, um, I've been watching lots of bits of it on um, your Instagram because you are yeah, very generously putting a lot of it up and it mm-hmm. is so, so funny. Here's a little bit of it now. We'll never elect a strong man or a strong woman like Thatcher or something like that. That's not now. We're not going to do, we have the tall poppy syndrome in Australia. We're not going to do that, are we? Let's be real, honestly. Are we going to elect someone who's like, listen to me, I'm the greatest, follow me, I know exactly what I'm talking about, these other guys are idiots. You're like, shut up, wanker. <laughs> right? That's not our voice of authority. Our voice of authority is a semi-violent, passive-aggressive question. <laughs> That's what we listen to. Like, if there was ever a dictator in Australia, it'd be shit like, hey, mates don't let mates have negative thoughts about the supreme leader. <laughs> Bring your family to the gulag. I love it. Absolutely love it. So, uh, so what's next? What's the, what's the uh, power family Christmas like? Do you do? I mean, well, we're leading into Christmas. It's very just dis- 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 uh, distributed these days, all over the place, really. Because uh, my dad will be at the coast, my mum's in Toowoomba, and my brother's in America, and my other brother's in Sydney. So, well, your yeah. your brother is a uh, world champion IndyCar driver. He is. Yeah, that's right. He uh, won the world championship. He's won it twice, yeah. and he won it like not. This year, but the year before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep, yep. I go over there. His and, name's not um, Max, though, is it? No. Yeah. That's oh, my, that would sound like a like a Talladega <laughs> your Nights what? kind of that's movie. My <laughs> nephew. Your your nephew is a Max Power. Is Max Power? He is. I'm not joking. <laughs> okay. Did they do that on purpose? Well, it's Mariella and Alex, and they he thought Max. I mean, I just was like, dude, that's a setting on a vacuum cleaner. You can't. <laughs> You do you can't know? Call your kid Max Bell. You know, it's crazy. Oh, I wish I could say the name of this. Actually, I don't want to say the name. To, actually, no. Okay, You've got I'm a funny name say. that you want to say, but you don't want to identify who it is. But yeah, the funny exactly. thing is their full name. Their full name, but their first and last name together. All right, everyone, just think <laughs> of a name that would be funny, <laughs> and let's all laugh about that. <laughs> um, all right, and so have you driven one of his cars? Sorry to ask, like, base-level questions, but no, have you driven one no. of the fast cars? I, I haven't driven, like, a, a proper race car, but I've, I've driven race cars, but not like the open wheelers, what they call them. Right. It's like yeah. where they're, you know what I mean? They look like Formula One cars. Yeah. Like an Indy yeah. car looks like that, and I haven't driven one of them. I think you have to have a fair bit of, like, it'd be hard to even just... Turn it on. Go. It's not like yeah, there's the like, key and you just sort of yeah. You 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 like it'd be hard to just drive it like in first gear anywhere. <laughs> like to park an Indy car would be impossible. Yeah, the reverse parallel. Yeah, yeah. Indy car. I sat in the car for ages. I didn't know how to turn it on. It was one of those ones you put the key in the hole in the dashboard. Like it had to go in like that. And I just sat there for ages, not knowing what the hell I was doing. Oh. I I remember very 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 long time ago. Um, wanting like I I just started this acting class thing and I wanted to impress a girl at the um at this acting class and afterwards I was like oh you know I, I can give you a lift home where do you need to go and she was like oh I need to go here and I was like yeah cool and then we got back to my car and the battery on my key had like gone flat oh, <laughs> so, I just, locking. so I just couldn't get into the car and I didn't wow. know how to get into the car. Did you have a key and as like well? Five can... minutes. Yeah, but I didn't know what. Like it was some weird central locking thing where it wasn't wasn't working. And then because I'd used the key to open it and not the button, oh, right. the car wouldn't start. Oh. And so we're sitting in this car, and I'm like, "You won't believe this. The car's not starting." And it sounded so just like, 
we guess we're gonna have to spend the night here, you know. And it's like, and she, eventually, she's just like, I'm gonna walk, and it was fine. And then it's like, okay, I Dude, had to sit there. Do you for know an how hour. impressive it would have been if you hot wired that car? Oh, <laughs> <front of mate. laughs> she would have with been my, like, yeah, just like, oh, don't worry, I'll just get it going <laughs> and just rip and just you know do the thing in the movies where they put the wires together <laughs> or whatever. My teeth, yeah, yeah. Oh man. Um, but no, alas, that never happened. And I sat in the car for half an hour because it had to be half turned on for half an hour with the key before it could then turn on. Um, so there you go. It was never meant to be. Matt. Um, it's not a happy ending. It's an ending the, to <laughs> <Yeah>. that story. It <laughs> <laughs> um, just reminded me that we went to the same acting school. Yes, we oh, did. At QUT. At the same yeah. time? Yeah. Yeah, we were we, not at the same time. You were. You had to. You dropped out, didn't you? Yeah. No, I had a child. Yeah. That, and um, <laughs> and then. <laughs> Can put a bit of pressure on you to actually make some kind of money of some sort, and not you know what I mean, and like not you pretend can't... to be a bee yeah. in a room, yeah. which is literally one of the first assignments I got given at drama school. Oh, no, it was a drama school workshop to prepare me to go into drama school, and I remember thinking. I hope I don't have to do with any of that silly drama stuff. And I literally got to the door and people were going around the room. And I was like, oh, no. Yeah. Once you're pretending to be a bee, it's like, nah, I think it's time I got a job. You know? Yeah, because Damien, I don't picture you as someone who would have a whole heap of time for the sort of the esoteric nature of some acting classes. Well, that's where you're wrong. Mm. I love that shit. Yeah, you, <laughs> this guy's into it. I love it. Yeah, I've done all sorts. I did clown. I've done clowning. I did clowning recently, <laughs> and it's not as fun as it sounds. I've done so many clown. Clowning is the most brutal thing you could do to anyone. It's just failure and abuse. That's what clowning is. True. People yeah, people laughing at you constantly. At you, not with you. At you. <laughs> Oh man, like, do you know these stories from Goliere and these clown schools and stuff? Like you just come out, this is what a clowning class is. They go, you, the, the class sits down, there's a stage and, and they go, just be funny. <laughs> and you're like, well, well, and you're not like, really allowed to talk, right? Yeah. You've well, just got to- sometimes you can talk, you can yell, you can scream, you can roll on the ground, just be funny. <laughs> it's <laughs> so difficult to just because you're not obviously the point isn't just to, you're not going to start doing stand up so you have yeah. to just you go and they're like get off and they <laughs> they bang a big drum and he no, just no do they actually bang yeah, a drum <laughs> no it's like about destroying you so it breaks you down or whatever so they're just like bong you suck that was shit what did you do that for you're not funny I was wondering because Damien we've booked you at Comedy Republic for Melbourne International Comedy Festival your incredible show crazy lineup with Reese Nicholson, Nina Oyama and yourself. And I was looking through the invoices recently, like we do them every week. And I was wondering why we had a massive drum that we just paid $1,800 for. Now I know, cause you're doing shows through the whole festival. Yeah. And then once that bomb comes up again, we can just start banging it. Well, Damien Power, thank you so much for joining us. We're excited about Melbourne Comedy Festival in 2024 and also super excited about Alone in the Crowd, which you can see on YouTube. Check it out because uh, there's so, 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 so many funny, uh, amazing bits. So uh, please check out Alone in the Crowd. Damien Power, thank you very much for joining Matt us. And Alex, thanks for having me, guys. Have a great day. Thank you very much for listening to us today. Really appreciate you hanging out once again. If you'd like to get in touch, hit us on the DMs, matt.n.alex, or of course, mattandalex.com.au. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye bye. Christmas is my favorite time of year.